take my voice back. Uh, <laughs> praise the Lord. It's funny how when we are in the spirit, we are tending to the motherland. <laughs> you wonder who, 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 who was that? Yeah. Then you come back to yourself, you my gosh. Praise the Lord. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty. You there? That's right. Verse nineteen. Do not, no, do not quench. So the Holy Spirit is quenchable. All right, and do not. The the word here uh, for quench is, I don't know, it's Benini. <laughs> I may say it's Benini. So. It gives the idea of, you know, when you quench out a fire with an extinguisher, you know those red things, when you quench out a fire, that's, that's, that's what the word expresses, to put out or to go out. So he says, do not quench the spirit. And then he says, do not despise prophecies. Now, we have to take what he says in verse 20 in context. When he says do not, when he says do not quench the spirit, in other words, do not put out the fires of the spirit. So when we take that in context, he, he would be implicating us in, or he would be implicating the fact that despising prophecy would result in the quenching of the spirit. So one way the spirit of God is quenched, is quenched, his, his zeal, his fire is driven out, he says, is through despising of prophecies. Why or what is so important about prophecy that would This also means that the spirit knows when you are despising a prophecy. Otherwise, how then would he be quenched? So he is aware when you despise a prophecy. So first, let's define what is a prophecy. Because we can't, we, we, we can't uh, assume that there is significance in a prophecy without understanding what prophecy is. 
right? Because if if we don't understand what prophecy is, we may be quenching the spirit and not know. He doesn't say he had dreams. Like he says in Ephesians. Here he says quench. Here he's, you're putting him out. You know like you put out a fire? Here you're putting him out. <laughs> this means that the, the intensity of the Spirit's ministry in our lives depends on our relationship to prophecy. Otherwise, the Spirit in our life is quenched. You see why many Christians seem to live like they don't have the Spirit. Because they, they live with a quenched spirit. The spirit of God in their life is quenched. And if the spirit of God is quenched in your life, that means the spirit can't express himself. His work in you is minimized. And like I said, in context, quenching the spirit is directly related to despising prophecy. So if you want to dampen down the spirit of God in your life, despise prophecy. Okay, uh, here I don't know how we got here, right? This, this we are discussing by the spirit because it's not what we had intended to teach today. So we're just going to teach. <laughs> you understand? So what then is prophecy? Because it seems from what we read, that prophecy is a, is a major contributor to the zeal and quenching of the Spirit of God toward us. What is prophecy? Let's find out, right? First Corinthians chapter 13. Some will say, prophecy is what a prophet does. <laughs> Hallelujah. What is prophecy? We'll, we'll find. We'll find out. We'll find out. All right. We'll find out. Let's read uh, chapter fourteen. Right. Yeah. Let's read. Verse one. Verse one. Yeah. Let's read. Pursue love and desire spiritual. You see, the Bible doesn't say, go for the other one, Abi. Anna. You know, there are some Christians who want to justify their lack of gifts in their lives by the fact that, no, the Bible said you must pursue love. Yes. But the Bible also says, desire spiritual. So, the absence of gifts in your life is due to what? A lack of desire. Yeah, why am I not expressing the gifts of the Spirit? You don't have desire. Because the word is covert. Covert. You know, the Bible says, Thou shalt not covert. You know the rest. The Bible says, thou shalt not covert. But here, the Bible says, when it comes to this, it says, covert. Coverting. 
and then listen to what he says, right? Presula and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may He says, out of all the gifts that you can desire, desire especially that you may prophesy. Question, is he talking to preachers? Or he's talking to believers? He's talking to believers. So every believer has capacity to prophesy. Right? To express a dimension of prophecy by the spirit, right? Every, every believer. Why does he say, out of all the nine gifts, if you read First Corinthians chapter 12, that you may desire, desire this the most. And then he tell, tells us, don't quench the spirit. Don't despise prophecies. And then he says, desire that you may prophesy. Listen, the gifts of the spirit are not measured by maturity in the spirit. They're measured by desire. The, you see, they are, the quality of his expression, you can liken it to experience in that particular thing. But its expression, it has nothing to do with how spiritual uh, mature you are. That's why the Bible tells us that the current church lacked in those gifts, yet they were babes. Paul says you are babes. Yet they lack in those gifts. So should we leave the gifts and you know, I listened to one I was listening to one uh, one preacher there and he says uh, the truth that you, you see when people when people when people can't explain they are lack, and that's what's happening in Christianity. And that's why we we don't demonstrate the power of God as we should, because we make excuses for why we don't have power. We we have reasons. So this guy says that the proof that you have the Holy Ghost is not speaking in tongues, but is the fruit of the Spirit. Now, when you hear that, he's right. Is right, but but you 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 are trying to play down on a gift that came with the spirit by trying to promote your lack of power in this dimension by promoting another portion of scripture. I said, yeah, I have seen Christians that 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 are crooks and speak in tongues. So what? Wait, so what? It, it's none of your business. So what? The fact that they can speak in tongues is indicative that the spirit is in them. The, 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 the Jews that went with Peter, when Peter went to go preach at Cornelius' house, they were shocked. Because while Peter was speaking, the spirit fell on the Gentiles and, and they were regarded as unclean. They were shocked. How could the spirit fall on them? And how did they know the spirit fell on them? Did they see rain? 
Did they see the heavens open like Jesus? How did they know? Yeah. Did they see the fruit of love? All of a sudden, Cornelius was like, oh, uh, oh, I'm a man of peace. Did, 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 did Cornelius say that? What, what was the evidence that the spirit had come on them at that time? Yeah? The initial evidence is the speaking of tongues. And, and why would God give you that if that is not the key to bring forth the fruit in your life? Listen, a, a Christian cannot pray in tongues long enough without the spirit having done something, alter, change something in there. It's impossible. It's impossible. So, they would rather play down a gift because of their lack of appreciation or understanding of the things of the Spirit of God. So, he says, desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Now, the word they prophesy is the Greek word propheteo. Right? And that means to foretell events in the mind of God. Right? Means to foretell events in the mind of God. Many times, prophecy is regarded as uh, fortune telling or telling of the future. But there are twofold application to prophecy. Prophecy has to do with foretelling and forth telling. Forthtelling is to speak under the inspiration of the Spirit. You understand what I'm saying? So, to prophesy means that you are, you are picking from the mind of God, downloading from the mind of God what God is thinking about an event, a person, a territory at that particular time. That is prophecy in the dimension of what? Of foretelling. Where you are able to, to see by the, the, the ability of the spirit into the future. The events that God in his mind already has knowledge of. You see, there are things God, there are things God, events that God creates or God organizes or prepares. There are events that God knows of, but he did not prepare them. That's why the Bible talks about the word of knowledge and the word of, what is knowledge? What is knowledge? Knowledge is what you know, right? Not what you... Now, when you say, I know this, did you create it? Did you establish it? No, you know it. You discovered it. And he it says it's the word of knowledge. Now, in the, in the framework of God's ability, there are things that he knows by foreknowledge, but he did not what? Plan for. So all those things are composited into prophecy. So we can say, there's going to be a fire there at this time and that time. That doesn't mean that God planned it. It means he, he, he what? It is in his foreknowledge because of the, you must remember, because here on earth, it is man that rules. So the decisions, the choices of man are, are, are instrumental in the creation of certain realities and experiences and outcomes in life. So sometimes what God foretells is not necessarily what God has determined to happen. But it happens because it is within what? It is within his omniscience, uh, omni 
omniscient. It is within the, the faculty of his knowledge. So he knows about it. So he tells you. And we call that a word of knowledge. A, a piece of what God knows. So that is also composited in prophecy. Now we talk about the word of wisdom. The word of wisdom are things in the purposes of God. Things in the mind of God. Things that are in the future that God has predetermined to happen. Remember, he says, by wisdom, he formed the heavens. By understanding, he established it. So the wisdom of God is, it, it operates in the creative dimension of God where the purposes and the plans of God are relayed. So at every given point in time, these revelational gifts can be given expression through the vehicle of prophecy. But there's another dimension of prophecy where prophecy has nothing to do with either one of these things. Where it neither foretells or reveals. But it is the use of an instrument for the inspiration and the edification of God's people. That's what the Bible calls the gift of prophecy. It is a foretelling. In other words, speaking under the inspiration of like I'm doing now. You see, it's prophecy because these are words that are not coming from my mind, but words that have been pulled. He said, open your mouth and I will heal you. That's prophecy. It's when God finds expression through you. So, it doesn't have to uh, be you telling, oh, I see this coming. No, it doesn't have to be a revelation of the future. No, but an inspiration that comes from the Spirit. With the Spirit inspired. And that's why the, the greatest expression of prophecy is the Scriptures. Is the Scriptures. The Bible says we have a more sure word of prophecy. So, the Scriptures spoken under the inspiration of the Spirit are regarded as prophecy. So, we can therefore say, in the inclusion of both the foretelling and the foretelling elements of prophecy. That prophecy is when you speak under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Irrespective of whether what you are saying is a revelatory message or an edification message. So you are speaking, but your speaking is under the Spirit's inspiration. So it is, it is, it is piloted by the Spirit. That's prophecy. And he says, desire to operate in that way. That's why he says, the one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks with tongues. Except the one who speaks with tongues interprets what he says. So prof uh, speaking in tongues plus interpretation equals prophecy. Speaking in tongues plus interpretation equals prophecy. The only time uh, speaking in tongues and prophecy are of the same class is if speaking in tongues brings with it the element of interpretation. But if it doesn't, the one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues because he speaks edification unto the church, exhortation unto the church. So, so prophecy, the gift of prophecy must have these three elements. It must comfort, it must edify, it must exhort. Otherwise, it cannot be classified as prophecy. You understand? So it is, it is a spiritual dimension where you access, where the Spirit of God begins to speak through you. 
So he says, he wants you to desire it. Now you can, you can begin to have a glimpse of why it is offensive to the spirit to despise prophecy. Because it is, it is denying him expression. You see that? To despise prophecy is to deny the spirit's expression through another or through you. Because if you despise prophecy from another, obviously you despise prophecy coming through you. You will not accept it. So he says, no, I don't want you to do that. You see? And many times, the, the element of foretelling where divine events or purposes in the mind of God are revealed, it always goes with the ministry of a prophet. So to prophesy does not make you a prophet. You understand? But, but God wants you to prophesy. Remember what Moses says, I would, I wish that all God's people were prophets. What, 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 what did Moses see in that dimension? That made him desire that everyone became. And that thing was fulfilled in the new creation. It was fulfilled in the new covenant. Where the prophetic element is, is embedded, encoded in every child of God. Listen, the fact that you can speak in tongues means that you have the ability to prophesy. Because it is the same gift. The Bible says, though many different gifts, ministries and operations, it is the same spirit that energizes. So the same energizing that is at work when you pray in the spirit is the same that works when you interpret. So you can't say, I don't know how to interpret. Do you know how to speak in tongues? I don't know how to operate the gift of healing. Do you know how to speak in tongues? I, I don't know how to, how to release the word of knowledge. Do you know how to speak in tongues? I don't know how to release, uh, operate the word of no, uh, wisdom. Do you know how to speak in tongues? Because if you know how to speak in tongues, the ability is already embedded in you. That's why the Bible says the gifts are given to everybody according to the Spirit's will. If you can speak in tongues, you are a vessel. You are already, you already have the encoding of the Spirit to be able to express those divine gifts. The Bible says for the edification of the church. But he says out of all of them, prophecy is the greatest. Because it is prophecy that makes all others possible. Without prophecy, you can't heal. Without prophecy, the gift of faith cannot be expressed. Without prophecy, the word of knowledge cannot be released. Without prophecy, the word of wisdom cannot be released. Without prophecy, discerning of spirits cannot. Because, because prophecy is like the vehicle. So if the spirit, if the spirit wants, if, if the spirit wants. Uh, uh, the gift of the discerning of spirit. Discerning of spirit means you are able to perceive, to see into the dimension of the spirit, of, uh, of demonic uh, uh, realm, uh, angelic realm, human realm, and so forth. Right? When we say we see angels, it is the gift of the discerning of spirit that's actually at work. Nevertheless, we are not talking about that. Right? So, when, when the spirit world wants, wants to release the gift, gift of discerning of spirit, what, what is he going to use? He's going to use prophecy. When the Spirit of God wants to release word of knowledge, prophecy. So prophecy is a vehicle. What is prophecy, remember again, is to operate under divine inspiration. Th that's what makes prophecy the greatest because, because without it, without the divine inspiration, you can't move into other dimensions. 
So speaking in tongues is in the spirit what prophecy is to the natural. So when you are speaking in tongues, you are actually prophesying in the spirit. But in the natural, you can't understand it. Therefore, it can't it can what? It can't bless others. It blesses you, but it can't bless others. Even if your mind does not know it, because your spirit knows, it, 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 you are blessed. You understand that? So he says, I don't want you to despise prophecies. Prophecies. The, the whole, the, the, the scriptures are called the prophetic scriptures. Why are they called the prophetic scriptures? I just gave you the answer. Because they are, oh no, come on. Because they are divinely inspired. So when he said all scripture has been breathed upon, has been divine, he was saying they are prophetic. There's nothing, uh, you know, like how they like to make it. Well, pro 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 pro. Not a prophetic, no. It's to be inspired. That's what the prophetic is. The, the foundation of the prof prophetic is the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Is when a person is operating by the inspiration of the Spirit. Like I'm operating now. It's difficult for you to see, but I'm telling you. You see? I'm telling you. And that's how the scriptures were written. The proof is the divine inspiration. So he says, don't despise prophecy. Why? Because you will do what? You will quench the spirit. So when you hear somebody say, the Lord says, the first thing you do, you test the spirit. You see, you don't despise the prophecy, you test the spirit. Because the spirit you are testing will tell you the source. And the genuineness. So when you test the spirit, oh, you're able to, oh, no, it's from the Lord. Oh, no, okay, it's from the soul. Because remember, prophecy must what? At its base level, it must exhort, it must exhort, encourage, it must edify, build, and it must what? It must comfort. If it doesn't do that, Except, except it's from a prophet. Because when prophecy is from a prophet, it's another dimension added. You see? Because it's the dimension of revelation. You understand that? But even, even, even at that place, the, the, the revealing of the secrets of the heart should, should, even, even coming from that dimension, bring an element of comfort, an element of confirmation because of the spirit that already lives in you. So, you, you can't cheat a true Christian. You can't. You can't. You'll be, you know, you'll be kicking yourself against the goal. You can't. Because the Bible says you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. So, that unction will tell you, ah, red light, boy. Ah, uh, uh. Oh, yes. It's that unction that tells you to where, but... You see, if you ignore that and go here, because the prophecy does not appeal to you, 
You know what I'll say? They are things that are from God, but because they don't appeal to your senses, but inside you know, I go in He says, don't despise. What is to despise? To play them? Never. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter whether the person, the prophecy is coming through you like or not. Never do that. Because if the spirit is in them, then you are doing yourself an injustice by rejecting it. And therefore limiting also what the work of the spirit in your own life. So you are praying, no, you are going nowhere. You are trying, but there's, there's resistance. Remember, he resists the proud. He gives grace to the humble. So, prophecy is important. Prophecy is important. And it should be sought after by every single one of God's people because of its significance to our life. Right? Now you understand the foundational levels. Right? Let me pick it up. Okay? Now, prophecy as a dimension, right, is a tool for the demonstration of God's power. Nothing God ever does. Remember, he says, the Lord does nothing except he reveals it to what? His prophet. In other words, in other words, remove prophets. If there were no prophets, how did God create the world then? Because I get the Bible that the Lord does nothing except He reveals it to His servant. Before there were prophets, how was God operating? Yeah, how was God operating? So you can see who. The, the, the prophets were actually embedding on top of an already existing system. Why what? Because if he does not do anything except he reveals it to his servants, the prophets, before the prophets, before Adam, how was he doing what he was doing? How was he running his business? So the ministry of the prophet that he now uses to interface his operations is embedded on an already existing system. So it, it's, it's mirroring a system that is already and has already been existing before the age of the prophets. You understand? So the heritage of the servants, the prophets, is running on a system. And that's the system of of the system of Yes, the system of prophecy. Prophecy pre-existed the prophets. Prophecy did not come with the prophets. You understand? So it is what God used to do every other thing. Prophecy. Remember, it is what? It is foretelling. It is speaking forth. So, Prophecy as a dimension is a dimension that God enters to create, that God enters to frame, that God enters to recreate, that God enters to destroy, that God enters to build, that God enters to plant. So if God, if God wants to do anything, 
What, what is he going to do? Unless he, he does what? He prophesies. So before God can do anything, anything, he must prophesy. So every work of God, every activity of God is preceded by prophecy. So God prophesies before acting. So prophecy is the guiding element of God's work. The guiding element of God's operation. Hebrews 11, Lainzi. By faith we understand that the worlds were what? Were catatizoed by the rhema of God. So that what we see was not made from things which are visible. It says by, by what? By the word. By the rhema. So, rhema is how God expresses his power. How God expresses his ability. And it is called, on, on the side of humans, prophecy. Because on the side of humans, it's divine inspiration. How, who inspires God? <laughs> but, can you see it? So, prophecy is a dimension that God enters to create. So, the highest functionary of the Godhead is what? Prophecy. That's why this thing must be present in all fivefold gifts. It must be. Otherwise, you, you are not fit for the job. You're not fit for the job. So, prophecy is the creative dimension of God. Say, prophecy is the creative dimension of God. Prophecy is the, that means if God wants to bring power into a territory, prophecy must precede it. Why didn't Jesus, I'm the Christ. The, the first thing God does when Adam sins, God establishes a prophecy. The seed of the woman. The first thing. The seed of the woman. Why? He, is, he's he was establishing a pathway of his operation. A pathway. The, how is, you see, the, the guidelines of God's workings is prophecy. He's got... The Lord does nothing except he reveals it. He is servants, the prophet. So he says, the prophets are his servant. Prophecy is God's servant. No, we can prove it. We can qualify this. Isaiah 55. No, you don't have to go there. As the rain comes down on the earth and waters it and does not, not return void, even so my word which goeth forth out of my mouth does not return unto me void, but accomplishes whatever I have sent it. Says it shall what prosper in the things I've sent. Now, what is God's word? His servant. So, so the the you see, God is the word. What he says is his servant. So prophecy, prophecy serves the interests of God. It serves the interests of God. 
So if you, he says, can two walk together unless they agree? Well, you and God agree is on the platform of prophecy. Otherwise, you don't. That's why Israel missed their time of visitation. Because they did not study the prophetic scriptures and their implications. They did not do what the prophets did. The Bible says, whom the spirit of Christ was walking in them, searching what manner of time. The sufferings of Christ and the glories that should follow would come. They were searching. These ones, they missed their time. It's like us in our generation. We, we have the prophecy, the hope that Jesus is coming, but nobody knows when. It was the same in their days. When Jesus came, they did not expect Christ to come in the time and in the fashion with which he came. And now uh, we can't accept you. No, we know the scriptures. You, you know, the, the, the Messiah will come from uh, the tribe of Benjamin. We know, we know all that. We know, we know all that. Don't be a bad man. We know all that. Bethlehem, I mean, it will come from Bethlehem, sorry. Yeah, we know that. It will come from Bethlehem, and the city was not city now. We know all that. Here's Jesus, he comes and says, I'm the Christ. And he has proofs. They're like, I know. <laughs> Why? Because they, they, they wanted a king. Remember, kings, kings in the days, in the days of, uh, <laughs> should we go there? <laughs> I don't know. Should we go there? Okay. Remember, most kings in the most kings in the days of uh, uh, David, in the days of Moses, were giants. So when Israel was saying, "Give us a king like other nations." They were asking for what? That's why God chose for them Saul. And when the Bible describes Saul, he was head and shoulders above everybody. When they looked at Saul, he was like a mighty one. He was head and shoulders. God gave them that. But God told them, this one, this one, I'll tell you what he'll do. So in the days of Jesus, they were, they, they were looking for a king. What? King like Rome, like Caesar. He was the Messiah. They thought he was a political leader. Here comes Jesus. Why? They did not study the prophetic scriptures. Had they studied the prophetic scriptures, they would have gladly accepted Jesus. But in, 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 the, prophets, in the prophetic scriptures, there was, there was a, a, a planned rejection. Says, I will give them a spirit of stopper. In seeing, they will not see. In hearing, they will not hear. So, it was inclusive there. So, before everything, everything in civilization is prepared by prophecy. Everything. Without him was nothing made that was made. Hallelujah. So he says, do not despise prophets. See, my, I, I, you may be wondering why I'm teaching you, I'm teaching you the word of God this way. There's a reason. 
Because once you understand this, once you understand this, this thing that I'm teaching, you will not need anything in this world. You, you would control everything in this world from your bedroom. Once you understand this thing, you see, the word of God is not changed by the times we live in. That we live in the 21st century, it, it makes no difference. God's people were slavers, captive in a, in a land that they were, they, were, they were not to inherit. They were captive. God's people, God's children, they were captive. They were slaves in Egypt. All those are systems. All those are systems. The last, the last system to be destroyed is Babylon. And today, Christianity is held by Babylon. God knows it. Otherwise, he would not send his servants to deliver his people. He says, through knowledge shall the righteous be delivered. And, and not just knowledge. True knowledge. True knowledge. The Bible says, the, 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 the scriptures were written for our learning were written for our learning. So when, when you see Elisha hit, <laughs> bring a, 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 an axe with a branch stick <laughs> so that you learn. You want, God wants you to learn something there. <laughs> they were written for your, what, what do you think, what type of learning? Okay, what, what type of learning? What type of learning? So I know, so that you know. No. It's not so you can post in your knowledge. No, 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 no. To learn. Learn what? To, okay. You want us to read it? Let's read it. Let's read it. Uh, Romans. Romans chapter <coughs> chapter 15. Praise the Lord. And I need to, there's, there's, there's one uh, one or two uh, teachings we need to do on genetic warfare, right? Today I couldn't do it because we didn't have time. So there are two or three, two, one or two last messages that I need to to just wrap up the genetic series. Alright? I'm sure that this teaching has made your head turn upside down. Huh? It's making my head turn upside down as well. Because, you know, I've been searched, trying to find out who, who has been, you know, just along these lines. <laughs> I'm still searching. I'm still searching. But it has changed my life. Personally, it has changed my life. Romans chapter 15. <laughs> yeah? 
Oh, verse 4. I wonder, you don't even know. Verse 4, let's read. For, for whatever things, voila, whatever, yeah. You see, that's why Bible reading is important. Listen, listen, listen. Don't, don't take, don't take your Bible reading lightly. Listen. Are you listening to me? When I tell you to read your Bible, I'm not telling you to browse over it. Alright? Like a newspaper. This thing is not a newspaper. Newspaper is full of lies, gossip, spirits, all those negative things. This is life. This is whatever thing you are reading, whatever. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter whether it is it is and Shemon's the father of who 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 it doesn't matter. Unlike some of you, you get there, yeah, it can get jumped in. There are Christians today, they, they say they don't want to touch Revelation. It's a hard book. You know why it's hard? Because they don't read it. Jesus says, blessed are those that read. Blessed are those that read. That's what Jesus said. Blessed are those that read. The prophecies of this book is scary. No, it says, blessed are those. At the end, he has another dimension. He says, anybody that adds or subtracts from what is written here, he says his name will be subtracted from the book of life. And, and will add all the plagues that are written in this book. So, your own is to take Take revelations and read it. If you want to be blessed, that's how understanding comes. You take it and you read. Paul says, until I come, give attention to reading. Give attention to reading. Reading. Read, not musing, reading. Give attention to reading. So you must read your Bible. It's important. Hallelujah. It's you must read it. Not only for knowing are for what? Whatever was written was written for our our doctrine. Do, are all scripture is profitable for what? For do, doctrine. So in there, in there, there's doctrine. There's doc you don't need university in there. There's doctrine. If when you go to university, they teach you doctrine. The, the doctrine of psychology. Or the doctrine of medicine. It's a doctrine. <laughs> yes, it's a doctrine. It's a teaching. That encapsulates causes. But your night is a doctrine. Amen. So in here he says they were written for the formulation, the construction of doctrine. So you can formulate doctrine from and you know what forms doctrine. Right? Says in the presence of what? Two or a doctrine can be established. 
So he says, whatever is written, is written. Ariashi University, that's your university. Ah, Let's talk so yeah, because of the reputation they build in society. So give me Israel, give the Israel. Today the best professors. Yeah. So Oregon, Bilabil, status. Yeah. So every year Oregon tell graduate, graduate three years, four years, five years. If we fail, and then get the house. So, so is everything, lady book, everything, everything. Maybe three hundred and fifty thousand. And 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 Qualification, less status, sas kolo se otongo so. O regular right, dai degree la. Lastly, knowledge. I can't the knowledge because kero regular because you are not the same knowledge you can create elsewhere. So the regular status and access again to the best. Ne? Unale lo unu utile kos kolonia four hundred thousand. How no contract, how registry. But we hereby promise you that at the end of your qualification, there will doors will open for you. How no doors will open for you into any field. Oh, one of good luck. And by the time we are updating the syllabus. Marketplace, I say, shock and knowledge. And in the process, what we have happened in the process, in the process, four years, how to another, no, we're not an experience. Oh, what a experience. Oh, crime, you experience of salary. Your 400k in the ditch. And no, 
Osnang experience for Marnal qualification. Abasamale la warno, we know you are qualified. No, you don't have experience. You need experience. How am I going to get experience? experience? So, experience. Instead of getting experience from the thing you you studied for, we are shop right. We are cheats. We are Brad Lowe's or VW. Mara, or qualified. Bible is Degree, yeah, I've said all that, all that to say. Degree, yeah. So, let no say pattern. It has done nothing but add trouble, trauma, and pain in your life. And then, also, we decide now the Bible is a little Anyways, you know, <laughs> actually, whatever was written, was written what am I going to learn from Elisha calling down fire? I need to understand the processes. We don't even have your 400,000 in the ditch. <laughs> Life has ended before you started. Go blank this zone before everything started. You haven't even stepped into the marketplace. This is, this is the reality of many. It may not be you here, but someone will listen one day. Is the reality of many. Many. And then, Elisha. 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 No, fire come down. Hey, we relay something that's not been done. Lata Professor Mutis. Or the prof. How was, tell me, how did, how did it happen? Because Nantoki or fire is an elemental thing. Motoare, fire come, fire yak. We don't bother, I must go digging. I must go get mentions. No. Parted the waters. When I was drowned, this swimming pool, more, 1.2 meter, was last. Says it's written for says whatever things were written before is written for our doctrine, our learning. <coughs> Amen. Our you know what the you know what the Bible says? It says the Bible, the scriptures are able to make you wise. Are able to the, the only problem is that the scriptures don't give you status in the world. That's the problem. The doctrine and the 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 the, the wisdom that it gives uh, in the world is not accepted. You can't go to the people and say, I call I in the name of Jesus. I call for 5,000 in the end of the month. Like, what the, what, what the, who, 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 what world, what world are you living in? 
Sache, die Kolli, Kolli. You know, these preachers here are just our crafts. But yes, I'm going to tell you, daughter. Sign up at $10. Can you see the, the disparity? Can you see it? It's two different worlds. And it's the truth. Jesus says, you are in the world, but you're not of the world. Now, would you belong to another world run by different set of crazy principles to the people of this world? And, and here, we meet, we are taught of man. The spirit, you see, the spirit has created a curriculum designed for his people. You study this curriculum, you learn this curriculum. It will uh, change your whole life. His spirit, not Zuma or... That dark one. Yeah, we'll call him by name the day we kill him. <laughs> and for now, he's that dark one. That's false. Yeah, the day, the day, the day we say, ah, it's enough. We'll call him by name. For now, that dark one. Hallelujah. You with me? Don't lose me here. Praise the Lord. Keep, yeah, go to work. Keep yourself busy. You know, keep your, your mind active, you know. But don't, <laughs> they lay in your life. They, they don't, your life is in the closet. Your father who sees you in secret may reward you openly. Your, your life is private. Amen. That's why I'm teaching you the word of God. Not the word of Bishop Kabuzi. The word of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> the word of God. Can you change? The word of? Yeah. The word of God. Hallelujah. Whatever was written, were written before were written for our doctrine that we may, that we through pa the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Through the patience and comfort of the how oh, when Elijah called down fire, they realized this can happen in my life. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Our heart will graze, our graze every house are crazy. Praise the Lord. I'll, I'll leave grazing at that. You'll figure out what I mean. But you get me, right? You get me? You get me? The, 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 the word. The word. I'm just presenting what's already. When you choose your own. You choose your own. In life, anything is possible to him who believes. Whatever you believe in works for you. It's fine. If you believe in Hare Krishna, Buddha, uh, it's fine. The statue of who or what or where, it's fine. <laughs> That's your own. 
can't argue with that. That's why don't never ever in your life uh, I wanted to use a big word. That's why I paused. Don't ever in your life undermine someone else's religion, someone else. No, 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 no. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Are we always say the same God? You serve your God, I serve my God. Because, you know, people, people like justifying their... And it shows you by it. Bwabon, as one name. So Yeah, you know, none of us are causing the God of Jesus Christ. Leave people confused, but don't. Yeah. God bless. Praise the Lord. So, you get why I say prophecies should not be despised. Right? You should never despise prophecy. If you don't despise it, you should what? Embrace it. Embrace prophecies. Especially those that speak and minister directly into your destiny. Embrace them. Third and last. Prophecies are weapons. Prophecies are weapons. Pro- in, in life, prophecies. Paul says, wage thou a good warfare with the prophecy. In other words, if, if you don't have prophecy in your life, you can't go on the offensive. You have no hope of winning. So the fact that you have a prophecy, it means God has given you a weapon. And what do you do with weapon? You fight. So prophecy is, is a taking the shield of faith and the helmet of righteousness and the sword of the spirit. Prophecy is a weapon. Notice how in, in the weapon, in the armor of God, there's only one weapon. That is for offense. Only one. How not two? How not three? Only one. How not? Only one. In the armor of God. Only one weapon. What's the weapon? The offensive weapon? The sword. Word. The sword. The rhema of God. So prophecy is a weapon in the spirit. If, if, you're going, if you're going to traverse territories in your life, if, you're going, if your life is going to move forward and upward, you need prophecy. And you need to learn how to use prophecy to war. Because the fact that God gives you a prophecy tells you you are, you are in war. You are in war. The fulfillment of prophecy is rest. But the expression, the manifestation of a prophetic word in your life tell, it, it's telling you, you are, you are my child, you are in war. Here's the weapon. So we are prophesied to because we are in a war. It's a weapon. 
You know, what's interesting about the word mouth? You know what's interesting about the word mouth? The word mouth in the Greek is the word stoma. Is it getting too tough for you? And go say that boy. So go say that. The word, the word, the word, mouth is the Greek word stoma. You know what stoma means? The front edge of a you're speaking in tongues oh I'm a girl I must maybe what on two sir so <laughs> so Get like exposed, Maranda. Get like exposed. Pastors don't chill. Yo. Stoma means the front edge of a sword. You see that? That that part of a sword? That that's what mouth means. Interesting. Mouth. Stoma. What does the Bible say about Jesus? What does Jesus say about himself? He says. Tell them, this says he who has what? A sharp tooth coming out from his ears. So what comes out of Jesus' mouth? A sword. And what did I say prophecy is? A weapon. A sword. So how is prophecy expressed? Through the mouth. A prophecy is not explored through the mind. He says, it is used, the weapon is used by the mouth. He says, I will give you a sharp threshing instrument with teeth. And you will dash down the mountains low. A sharp threshing, what is that? A sharp threshing instrument with teeth. What is that? Mouth. What's an instrument in you that has teeth? Mouth. Sharp threshing instrument with teeth. God said it with teeth. And he says it's a, it's a threshing instrument. So the mouth is a threshing instrument. The mouth is an instrument. You see that? So you have prophecy, the weapon. Right? You have mouth, the wielding of the weapon. So if, you, if you're going to win in life, must this be quiet? He says, even, even if you can't speak, even if bitterness, choking, trial, the mouth must open. <laughs> I, I listen to me. Even if you can't speak, let the, let the mouth move. As I got the voice, which is the mouth, the mouth can move without the voice.
How does it know? Uh, uh, let's let's fetch the source for you. Let's start there. Why does it why why does it go there? Now think of flu as an as an entity. It doesn't attack the. It comes. The, ah, it goes after. When it goes to your throat, chokes you. Why? Once it gets you here, it's over. Again, I hope you know. <laughs> My God! <laughs> Once it gets you here, it's over. I don't care who you are, it's over. It's. Once it's a passage. Passage for air, passage for eating, passage for speaking, passage for swallowing. Kiki bridge mo. Fiti le militia. Eh, me gol bridging mo. Intelligence. And flu is the number one virus that kills in the world. You know that? Num- number one. Shy. Shy. I can't. Shy. You see, what is the... You can't... Oh, no, no, no. I paid her in the name of Jesus. And my dad, so I shut down that much. So long, more than the Brazil. So let's get a little. Who's who's who? Do I know this guy? Do do I really know this guy? Shyly, shyly. And so, Elias. Praise the Lord. Can't function. You can't. Can't you can't operate? Hallelujah. You get it, why? Ne? You get it, ne? Why? You stop talking, you lose in life. You stop. You lose. Go watch, go watch, go watch. Uh, we'll be done here. Go watch the fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Right? Tyson Fury, uh, watch the third fight. Watch from before the fight. Watch the interviews. Watch everything. Right? And then go to the end, to round 11. 
and watch who wins. Ne? Do that, ne? Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, three. Watch who wins at the end. And watch who was talk doing the talking at the beginning. Ne? The one, you will find, the one who was quiet, lost. The one who said, I'm going to win, won. Because you have no support. You keep quiet. Don't matter what you do in life, you have no support. The forces of life that are required to help you can't work without words. Now, beyond words is prophecy. Is, is divine expression by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. So, so how do you get into it? Right? It's simple. I told you. Can you speak in tongues? If you, if you can speak in tongues long enough, long enough, and in, in, intensely enough, inspiration will come. You will find yourself saying words. Doesn't matter whether whatever language that the Holy Ghost knows you prefer. You will find yourself saying things that your mind did not process. Did you hear what I said? You will find yourself saying things that your mind did not process. Why? Because the gateway into inspiration. Is this? How nan twenty? Basau junta mzalwan. Basau basau junta mzalwan ba basau leleng kadi tongues. Bare hi. Rona muri. Basau junta. They have no inspiration. Inspiration abo neta once in a while. How dalas a melon. Go worship. Go create. Hallelujah. And it does. It, it does nothing. That kind of inspiration does nothing. So here's what you do. Right? Here's what you do. If you, if, if, if you want to deal with a situation, and then I'm going to show you when you have a prophecy. Right? If you want to deal with a matter in your life, right? Domestic matter at home, work matter, uh, matter relating to you, right? What you do is that you pray in the spirit. Now, here's the problem with many of us. Ne? Many of us, we don't like, we, we don't know, let me not say we don't like, uh, because we don't know how to pray long. You understand? We don't know how to pray long. But really, the inspiration is in the law. In life, in the kingdom, you can't pray 15 minutes and go anywhere. Can't charge battery how 15 minutes or an hour last the whole day. No, get power charge. Ah, eh. Uh, 
Here's what you do. Here's what you do. Find distraction-free hours. Hours where you know that you will not be distracted. For some, it's in the morning before everybody wakes up. For some, it's in the evening when everybody's sleeping. Whatever time suits you, when you know you will not be distracted. You say, Lord, I want to visit this brother. All you do that time is you just speak in tongues. You may lie on your bed, you may sit on a chair, whatever, find a comfortable mode and just speak in tongues. Pastor, you mean just speak in tongues, fella? JJ. That's what I'm telling you. For how long? Okay. Years ago, years ago, I discovered something about. You see, sometimes Lona, sometimes problems are Lona, Ali analytical. Amen. You're not analytical. How You know how I found out that praying with lifted hands and hands put down makes a difference. You know how I found out? By doing <laughs> You think you think you th- you think I was gonna tell oh, open for that guy there. You think I was gonna tell you? You think I was gonna tell you? I saw an angel. <laughs> so an angel of love. <laughs> no, I did it. You know what I did, mate? Yeah? I went into my room. I said, Lord, I'm praying. I prayed like this, Mike. Like this. See like this. I pray like this for two hours. I pray like this for two hours. Say amen. The next day, I said, Lord, I'm praying. I prayed like this for two hours. And then I noticed there was more of a spiritual shift when I prayed with hands lifted than with hands down. So I realized that this thing is better upward. You understand? So there are things you notice in prayer which become your, your system, your, your key, your secrets of function. So years ago I discovered if, if I pray, if I pray be, beyond one hour, 30 minutes, I move into dreams or visions or encounters. Years ago. So I started doing that occasionally when I pray. One hour, 30 minutes. I must hit it. One hour, 30 minutes. I must hit it. One hour, 30 minutes. I must hit it. Right? Those days when we were zealous for the Lord. Now we we know too much. (laughs) Now we know too much. And then I notice if I cross the two-hour mark, I'd hear God's voice as clear as daylight. I'd, 
the, the first time I did that, is, it was in 2015. That's how I attacked Zuma's term will end. And the day, and the year, which it will end. Oh, I'm not saying, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Then I said, okay, let me go further. Then I've gone further. But then you know what happened? There would, be, there would be a wait. So when I hit two hours, I'd move in. When I'd hit one, one hour, 30 minutes, I'd move into vision. Two hours, I'd hear and i speak. And then after two hours, the, the energy would seem like it's gone. It's time to stop. And then I'd go two hours, 30 minutes, and the curve will rise up again. After four hours, six hours in prayers, I learned, okay, I can see angels at this particular point in time. But you see, you don't do that if you are not what? If you are not doing, I mean, don't experience it if you are not doing it. So you must do it. You must, for some of you, it may be eight hours. No, I have to be honest. For some of you, you enter that dimension maybe after 12. <laughs> no, no, why, 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 Dimension <laughs> For some, yeah. Right? It, it just depends on, 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 on where you are spiritually. But here's the main point. The main point is that what you are looking for is what? Airport. They're looking for a tool that can deal with it. You don't have it. So if you don't have it, why not just wait there until it comes? See why many of our lives have, have no consistence or no reflection of the workings of the Spirit? Because Omola, two minutes. Ah, Lord. Ah, Lord. Ah, Lord. And with the ah, Lord, let's just go to Yapi. Ah, <laughs> Mara, one thing you know and you can't escape from is the condemnation you have in your heart. Your heart tells you, Mara, ay, 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 ay. You see, if your heart is not honest with you, that means you have, you have hacked it. If your heart is not honest with you, you have hacked it. In a virus fill your house. Malware. Because you're Jupiter. The Bible says, if we sin, our heart condemns us. Then there's something greater. God. Malware. How to run? No, the Lord understands. Lord, no. Normally, within the first uh, minute to 30 minutes of prayer, you are fighting thoughts. You, you have not begun. You are fighting thoughts. You are fighting thoughts. Within the first and 30, 30, 
first 30 minutes of prayer, you are fighting for. Dot Udilibe is in work. And you are there, Ramon Talagarian, Dinda La Granda, Zebredon de Gregedinda Gragabadunda Radilla. In your mind, when 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 you are not Uto Uto Srapedi, Uto Uto Tomente, Uto Gosa, Uto Ganelena, Uto Basto, Uto Nadlo. And then what? You know what's the next thought? Raptor Shanga. Mara, in Instagram, maybe, maybe, you are tempted. I am praying. Something must happen to tempt you away from that place. Be between the first 30 minutes. Who doesn't, who's spiritual? Come on. Zabona next next series. Oh, God, you can't hear that, Lane. You're in dialogue. Mashka ba, mashka. Hey, can you get the kikile, man? Kikile, gate. Kikile, gate. And many times, come or answer you. I can show. How is gating and why do you live here? Do you hold me here? Mark, you hold me. Usha, prayer, God. All of a sudden, we notice the room calling Those are notice all this time. How to raptor? Let me bath first. Let me bath. As if like the spirit can hear. 
Ti me so leg cake. Prativari ti so. Ask yourself, who is, who is the one whispering to you? Who is the one whispering to you? You, cr- you see, if you pray, if you are a prayerful person, you notice these things. Now I won't lie to you. First 30 minutes always. Doesn't matter how spirit, first 30 minutes, the mind is there, active. Trying to dissuade from that activity. I'm not an eyeball. You know how, how the devil used to hit me because they knew he couldn't hit me in other things. You know how he started hitting me? Uh, you know how he started hitting me? Yeah? Check, check, check the scripture. <laughs> At first, I thought it was the Lord. Then one day, I noticed. I noticed. I'm praying. Now, that was before I got, I got, I got the, the, the real ministry, right? Then I realized, back, no more. No back. You see, you notice this thing. Because, listen, prayer, prayer is, a, is, is not only, is not only an, an, an activity uh, that you do with God. Pr- prayer, p- prayer must be embedded in your life. It is prayer that exposes you. 
There's nothing that exposes you in life like prayer. You can hide from us. You can never hide from oh one day Hagen said he was praying for three days, fasting and praying for three days about something to the Lord. On the third day, it was like it was like it was like it was like a, a, a man was pulling out things from a junkyard. And the Lord was pulling out things from his spirit. From Lord. Who's this thing? Lord, that's you. <laughs> and your denominational mindset. I, I, it's prayer. Prayer will show you how rotten you are. You think you are spiritual, start praying. Oh, you think you love Jesus, start praying. Oh, where you think, start praying. Start praying. By the time, <laughs> by the time you enter real prayer, <laughs> <laughs> the objective of prayer is to reach divine inspiration. That's the objective. That's the objective. Where the spirit now takes the soul. Remember, he says you take the soul. You take the soul. And how do you take the soul? By praying always in the spirit. Read that chapter. You will notice something. And there's something that they did which was very terrible. If you read that thing, you will notice when he says, take up the sword of the, sword of, sword of the spirit, and then it says, and. It's not and. It's a semicolon there. It's a semicolon. That means that the two, the two verses are joined. They shouldn't have said and because it's not a conjunction there. It's not a conjunction. It's a continuation. It should have said by. By praying, because the, the word and they utilize is the word and, E-N in the Greek, which also refers to by. Because you read on the whole chapter and it says, and uh, take up, how do you put on the whole armor of God? That's the question you ask first. Because it says put on, how do you do that? And God will never tell us to do something without giving us the way. Because God doesn't want to leave us to what? To assumptions, because we get, let's put on. The, you know in the 80s, when the revelation of we wrestle uh, not against flesh and blood. People will take plane, plane rides over the air. They buy plane tickets to go pray in the air. You, you see, you're saying air. If I ask you now, you put on, no, Pastor, it's a spiritual thing I do every morning. <laughs> Lord, I'm armored. We are joker. But that's what, that's what Christians teach. Because they don't study the scriptures. At the end, the Bible tells us how we put on all those things. It says by praying in the Holy Ghost. If you want to be full of truth, pray in the Holy Ghost. If, 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 you, want, if you want the breastplate of righteousness, pray in the Holy Ghost. You see, the praying in the Spirit is a one-stop shop for the believer. Praying in the Spirit is a one-stop shop for the believer. When the Holy Ghost came, I have a fight thing happen. One. Tongues. That was it. That was it. And all other things flowed from there. It's a one-stop shop. But the goal is what? To prophesy. 
to speak for. But I wonder if you notice, Uri, it's tough for your mouth to release the word of God. <laughs> Pray in tongues. You are not in here. You are not singing. In here. You are not singing. Pray in tongues. Pray more. If you don't say, I'm an overcomer. That thing, that thing is, is, not, is not assimilated. Pray in tongues. Then, the second dimension, where now the word is given you, the prophetic word is given you. What do you do? It, you're already given a sword. At that time, you, the weapon is given you. What, how do you take it? How do you take it? How do you make the weapon yours? Okay, let me read you this. Revelations. Sure, boy. Y'all shout about this thing already. Are you the next? <laughs> Amen. Hey. Let's let's read uh, chapter two, verse twelve. And then, I want us to do something. Chapter 2, verse 12, yeah? Yeah? So, so this, this thing says he who has the sharp two-edged sword. Where does Jesus store his sword? Here. <laughs> Where does Jesus store his sword? In his mouth. That's where Jesus store his sword. Wow. You all agree there? He stores his sword where? Okay, verse chapter 19. <coughs> I'm, I'm, I want to show you what that mouth does. Ne? Chapter 19. Oh. Chap are you there? Oh, Osai Bak. You there? Okay. As long as you're there, I'm fine. Ne? Let's read verse 1. I mean, verse 11. Sorry. Now I saw heaven open. Yeah, we all know who this is. Ne? Yeah. And in righteousness, he judges and he makes. He makes, he makes, yeah, waiting, waiting now for this is why Lerata also, Jesus, Jesus is a God of peace. How neat. That's what Lerata saw. Listen, if there's no war in your life, be grateful for the wars that God has brought into your life. Every seed. You see, there's a time for everything. There's a season of peace. That season, that season has its own thing. There's a season of war. This one. Bible says he makes war. Wait. Because he doesn't say he fights war. He makes war. He makes war. What, what does that uh, suggest? There's a difference between fighting a war and making a war. Fighting a war, you may not be responsible for starting it. 
But making a war, there's no other way you fight it without creating it. So he says, in righteousness, he judges and makes war. So Jesus deliberately makes wars. Talk to me. Jesus deliberately makes wars. So in, in, in the presence of Jesus Christ in every believer, there is allocation for, for warfare seasons. To be a Christian is to be born into warfare. I'll show you, I'll show you, I'll show you what I mean. Don't be confused. You can't be a Christian and not experience war. War is the bread of Christianity. War, listen, war. War is the bread. Is the bread, is what you eat in Christianity. Your very, your very identification with Christ is an attraction of war. See, there are two layers. There's the attraction of war. Alright? Where, where because of who you are and who you belong to, you are already at war. And then there's the instigation of war. Because of what you do, by who you belong to, you instigate war. So you don't have to do much for there to be war in your life. For there to be war in your life, there must be the presence of Jesus. I just said that generically. I, didn't, I was not specific. I'm going to be specific now. Because it's not the presence of Jesus that brings war. Is the word of Jesus. So every place where God has sown his word, there must be war. There must be an antagonization. An antagonizing every place where his word. That's why they were, it was impossible for there not to be war in heaven. It was impossible. It can't be. There was no way the angels, there was no way there could be no rebellion. The word is tried seven times. The word of God must be tried. It must be tried. You don't receive God's word in your home. The time you receive God's word, my brother, my sister, is the time to go look for armor. It's, it's time to look for armor. When God tells you, child, I'll prosper you into a if he gives you the date, he te he, he's telling you what you should do. If he says, my child, I'm prospering you in seven months, you get the armor, you get the armor, oh my God. You, you know what God, said, what God said to Isaiah? He said, go tell Hezekiah, he must set his house in order. Th that's what you do. When a prophetic word comes, you must know who is coming. No, war is coming. When a prophetic word, I'll show you now. That's why he, he makes war. But, but it, the Bible says, they hated me without a cause. Because of who Jesus is. It says, if they hated me, how much more you? If they fought me, how much more you? 
So you thought that when God said, oh, thus says the Lord, I'm increasing you. You're like, dear God, God. Why am I not? Oh, Jesus, I'm You are playing right into the devil's hands. Playing right into the devil's hands. Let's read. Let, 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 let me show you. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe and dipped in blood. His name is called the Word of God. Do you see that? The Word makes war. On this side of heaven, the Word doesn't fulfill anything without war. No, 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 notice, he gives Joseph a dream. He gives Joseph a dream. Then because of the dream he gives Joseph, he sends famine on Egypt. But in sending famine from Egypt, he needs to create a pathway for Joseph to become a bridge. So he takes Joseph, but he does not take him through the route of honor. He takes him through the route of shame. Yet the Bible says it was because of them. Yet the boy had a dream that the stars, the sun and the moon were bowing down to him. Where, where, where is the bowing down when you are in a ditch, when you are in a cell, when you are forgotten? Yet the Bible says it was the perfect will of God. It was, the, it was the most perfect way to get Joseph where he needed to be. Is, is, is the word. One day in an encounter with the Lord, Jesus said to me, son, when I make a destiny for a man, I create many paths. But the path I choose is the hardest. But he always chooses the hardest path for his children. Father, if it be thy will, I know it is possible. All things are possible with you. Let this cup pass away from me. But nevertheless, not my will. And God didn't answer him because it was his will. The word. The word. And he says, and his name was called the word of God. We are not done. And the armies of heaven clothed in fine linen followed him. You see, you see angels follow the word. You see that? Angels follow the word. The armies of heaven, the resources of heaven, they follow the word. What I'm presenting and teaching you is so simple. But child of God, it can change your life. Then he says, now, out of his mouth goes a, and, and, and that with it he should, as she did. Out of, out of his what? Mouth. It comes out a what? So, how do you wield 
the soul of the spirit. So in the event that God's word has already been given, God's prophetic declaration has already been given and it is given, you know it. You know it. When you receive it, it's words. When it comes out of you, it's a soul. That's why, even after Elijah gave the word for the rain, Elijah needed to pray seven times. Because there is no word that comes into fulfillment without prayer accompanying its manifestation. So God will never fulfill He said he could not bring rain for there was no man to till the ground. So when, when, when God gives a word, he's telling you go work. Go make war. And the confidence that you will be victorious is the word that, that's, that's one of, it's, it's a pattern that you see with Moses. They, they did not do anything until God gave them the go ahead. The kings of that time, they'll always go to inquire from a prophet. Irrespective of whether or not those kings were with the Lord, they, they always needed the assurance of a prophetic word. And it was the same on the other side. They had a sorcerer to give the outcome. It's important. So when the word comes, you bathe it. You bathe it with prayer. With prayer. You see, you must learn to incubate. The Bible says, and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the deep. You must learn incubation. Learn incubation in the spirit. Learn incubation. Remember when I was teaching you how to become a womb. Remember, I said the goal of prayer is to reach what? Is to reach productivity with the Lord. Intimacy. For the purpose of, of production. For the purpose of, uh, uh, of giving birth. Incubation. Incubation is that period where the baby inside is growing. You, you, how you do that? You pray. You pray. You see, different words require different uh, intensities and quantity of prayer. There are words where to, to bathe it, to incubate it, all you need maybe is one session of prayer. But there are others. You need probably 18. Others you need 50. Never forget what I'm going to tell you now. <clears throat> Never forget. Prayer is the highest work of mortals. Prayer is the highest work of the mortals. If, if you want honor amongst the gods become a man of prayer. Because that's what gives you weight before God. 
So the proof that you take what God has said to you seriously is the time you spend in prayer. Otherwise, you, you are showing by your lack of, of visitation into the prayer chambers that what God said, when are you cheeky? That's what you are. That no, what God says doesn't matter. But it should matter to you. Because it is your life. Praise the Lord. Praise God. So, we, we must acknowledge that without any variable, shadow of turning, that God has not been sparing in his distribution and expression of his will. It is clear to us what God desires, what God wants. But I think what is not so clear is what God expects. Because the expectations of God are not our expectations. And I propose to you, beloved, that God is expecting from you much more than you're already giving. And that there's a divine expectation that is on you. See, there's something about burdens. Burdens, I, I hope you're not in a hurry. Uh, if you're in a hurry, you'll not be in this church, I know. <laughs> burdens, burdens, burdens are, you know, what I'll say to you is very paradoxical, but it's the truth. Burdens, burdens of the Lord are sacred trusts that God bequeaths to all of us. If God ever gives you a burden, that means he trusts you. That means he trusts you. And that means he has an expectation that that burden would be accomplished. You, you carry that burden with accomplishment. And how burdens are carried is through prayer. Burdens are carried through. You don't carry a burden any other how. The only way burdens are carried is through prayer. Beloved, you have to pray. If there's any hope, Beloved, if there's any hope of you ever living a manifested life, beloved, you must pray. You must pray. You must, you must be deliberate in this activity. If, if there's any hope of your life finding the formation the structure 
that God has designed and purposed for it to have. Beloved, you must pray. And beloved, I'm not talking about the prayers we, we, we do here in church. Because those are prayers to just boost you. Those are booster prayers. They are not prayers that are fundamental to your life. They are booster prayers. They are there just to, to keep you abreast, to, just to keep, you, keep your energy levels high. I'm talking about you and God. I listen to me, beloved. I'm talking about you and God. You need to go rebuild your altars. You need to go rebuild your altars. You are sick in the spirit if you must be told to pray before you pray. You are dead in the spirit. You are dead. Listen, you are dead. You are like a city without walls. If every prayer you pray, you must be told to do it. You are dead. You are dead. You are a robot. Your life has not yet been sensitized to the spirit. Go build your prayer lives. Go rebuild your altars. Go rebuild your altars. Go rebuild your altars. Rebuild it. Because some of your altars are torn. Some of your altars are torn. Go rebuild your altars. 2022 is coming. I'm saying this to you both as an admonishment and as a warning. Both as an admonishment and a warning. Your altars must be rebuilt. Your own personal life. Your own personal altars. The altar here is is just here to support your own altar. Remember, I said no, no, no word, no promise of God is ever fulfilled, manifested without it being taken with the wind of prayer. you've been trying your best with your 30 minutes and 35 minutes and your hours, one hour at best, but you must pray. You, you must go a little bit further. You must go a little bit deeper. You must pray. You can sit and watch a television show, a movie, two hours you can sit. That means you can, you can you can sit in your chambers and pray. The Lord wants to help you. 
the Lord wants to move in your life. But you must pray. You must pray. See, I don't want you to be junkies. You know what junkies, where you, where you depend on what we do in the ministry. If we are not doing anything in the ministry, you are not doing anything in the ministry. You are a junkie. If nothing is going on in the ministry, you will not go on. No, that's, that's not life. That's not life. The church is not, the church is not there to, to dictate the, the spiritual. The church is, is there to set a foundation for you. You build. You build. Hallelujah. You build. Prayer is not taught. Prayer is done. We don't teach prayer. We, we pray. That's how you learn prayer. You, you can buy all the books in the world. All, you, can, you can buy all the books in the world. You can have all the knowledge in the world. But until you pray. Until you pray. Until you pray. Listen. 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 Some of you, the reason why your lives are so inconsistent in, in, in the activities of God, the reason why your lives, one day you are up, one day you are down, one day things are going your way, one day things are, aren't going your way, the reason why all these inconsistencies and imbalances in life are happening is because your chambers, your altar is broken. Your altar is broken. You must pray. If, if there's one thing you do in this life, more than anything, let it be prayer. Are you listening to me? If there's one thing you do more than anything in this life, let it be prayer. If there's, let it be prayer. Let the highest objective, when we talk about activity in your life, be prayer. Trust me. The, the, you see, the, the common ground in the world. The, here's what the Bible says. The Bible says, the Bible says, love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. For he that loveth the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For the world, and all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the, the pride of life, for the world and all its lust are passing away. The world and all its lust are passing away, but he that does the will of my father will live forever. We are moving into a future where a qualification is not enough. It's not enough to guarantee you a job. We compromise. Compromise. 
compromise of your health, your integrity, your morality is the, will become the standard by which one is given entry into a, a job. So this tells me and you that we will move into a time where what you have studied does not matter. Where you have gone to school does not matter. How many degrees you have does not matter. Where the entire system will be operated on the standards of bowing down. The spirit, the spirit, that spirit, the Bible says the mystery of lawlessness is working even until now. Working to what end? To bring all men to bow to it. The goal of Satan, the goal of Satan, the goal of Satan, he said to Jesus, if look at all these kingdoms and all their glory, he says, I will give them to you if you will only bow. If you will only bow. Did, did Jesus, did Jesus, did Satan ask Jesus, eh, was your father a king? Did, did Satan ask Jesus, eh, eh, what university culture are you from? Did he ask him, are you qualified to have, I mean, there are people today that hold so high positions of power that you would even do a better job than them. No, I should Jacob Zuma. finish school. He didn't study to become president. Yet he ran an entire nation. I'm asking you, my brothers and my sisters, what are you going to do when the bottom line, when the ground, the standards have shifted? If you live by prayer, if you navigate your life by prayer, if you navigate, if you navigate, if you determine to navigate your life by prayer, you will live by the resources that prayer can give. You see, prayer is powerful. It is an interplanetary communication system. You can, you can pray, you can say a prayer here and it be heard in heaven. God said, as, as, as the earth as the earth and the heavens says the distance between the heavens and the earth says so are my ways higher than your ways now god is telling you heaven is far away from earth see what connects heaven and earth what makes what makes heaven and earth closed is the bridge of the spirit but geographically heaven is far away from earth yet you can say a prayer and it be heard in the heavens of heavens. That your voice, your voice, your words can, can travel through the entire planetary systems, through entire universe to reach the ears of God. You can't tell me, you can't tell me that's not a powerful system enough to regulate your life. You can't tell me that that system is not enough to regulate your life. If prayer can reach heaven, prayer can change anything on earth. He's by this way. And he spake a parable unto him saying, men are always to pray and not lose heart. Men are always to pray. My brothers and my sisters, we are coming into a time 
where if you as a Christian do not compromise, you will have to know where you get your food. You, 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 may, you will have to know where you will get your, your, your food. It's here, it's at the doors. But I tell you, there is a pathway. The Bible says there is a path. Where no fowler treadeth, where no lion can be found. If you don't have a prayer life, today when we pray, I want you to commit to the Lord to build one. Prayer is built. You understand? It's built. It's a discipline. It's more of a discipline than any other thing. You build it. You build it. And I told you the best times to pray is when you know that that time I'm distraction free. Sometimes you need to make sacrifices. Sometimes you need to put, put off your sleep. Sometimes you need to shorten your sleep so that you can pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If there's any chance of any supernatural operation of the spirit in your life, any manifestation of God from what he has talked, we must pray. We must pray as a church and as his people. My house shall be called a house of prayer. Right there where you are, I want you to lift up your hands. Father, you have spoken and you have said that thy house shall be called the house of prayer and zeal for thy house shall consume us. Oh, I pray. I pray in the name of Jesus for Holy Spirit's tabernacle and I pray for every single person here in this house. Lord God Almighty, I ask that you open their eyes. I ask, O oh Spirit of the living God, that you work within their hearts. I ask in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth that there be a stirring within their soul. And oh God, a passion and a zeal for the chambers. I ask in the name of Jesus that an intense fervor be born this afternoon. A fervor for God's people to operate the system of God. The system set eons ago that man must live by faith and not by sight that man must live by every word that comes from the mouth of god that man must pray and okoya and not lose heart father for that is the prescribed way that is the prescribed yes system for your people and i pray this afternoon i pray this afternoon I pray, precious Lord, if there's a prayer, you will answer, let it be this one. If there's a prayer, you will answer, let it be this one. Bend the knees of your people and make them men and women of prayer, ministers of fire. Let them burn in their souls until the spirit of prayer comes. Let me tell you one thing about prayer. I said to you, prayer is an interplanetary communication system. Prayer is also an invitational system, a divine 
invitational system. If you want to invite God into your life, you pray. If you want to invite God into your nation, you pray. If you want to invite God in anything in your life, you pray. But what prayer does for you more than any other thing is to invite a spirit. It's to invite a spirit. The spirit that will come on prayer is called the spirit of grace. It's called the spirit of supplication. I want you, my brothers and my sisters, to commit. To pray until the spirit comes on you. To pray until the spirit introduces itself in your life. And not let go of the horns of your altar until the spirit arrives. Because it's only when the spirit arrives that your life will begin to change. A apart from that, apart from that, you will never or may never realize true change in your life. You must pray. Hallelujah. So this is what we're going to do to prepare for 2022 as a church, all right? We're going to pray. We're going to pray. From tomorrow, we will have 12 hour prayer watches. Tomorrow, for the next three weeks, we will have 12 hour prayer watches. 12 hour from the night to the morning. All right? And you know the system, right? Do you remember which groups and watches you were in? Do you remember when we did, when we did 49 day prayer? Do you remember? Okay. So, this is what we're going to do. If you are praying, if you're praying in the morning watches, like the, the morning watches, that means 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. During those times, you will move to the corresponding times at night. All right? You understand what I'm saying? If you're praying, because we, we, ours will start from the evening, from 6 to 12. All right? So if, if you're in a group that was praying 6 o'clock in the morning, you will pray 6 o'clock in the evening. Alright? You remember your groups or you for, you've, you've forgotten? You remember? You remember? Or you do? Okay. So, who was praying? Who was praying at 12? Okay, let's, let's just start from 12 midnight. Who was praying at 12 midnight? 12 midnight. Who was praying at 1? In the morning? 1? Who was praying at 1? Bonnie, you don't know. Okay. Let's do our thing. Let's bring our raffle. Let's bring our raffle. Let's bring our raffle. Praise the Lord. And then we pray and then we, uh, we receive our offerings and then we go home. You still have the list? Oh, yeah. Take, take, out, take out the list. Take out the list. Let's stick to the list. Yeah, it will make it, it, will make it easier for me. Please give me the thing. Let me thank you so much. This is the prayer summit. This is the prayer summit list. That's what I want. Okay, <coughs> May 1 a.m. So, okay. I'm just going to say 1, 2, 12, whatever. Ne? So, when I this slot, eh? ne? it's in the evening. From evening to morning. Ne? Yeah. So, Bushi Hauna 3. So, they can't be 3 yards. Yeah, any other day except midnight. 
May 1, Mike 3 a.m. Neo 1 a.m. Nomsa 1 a.m. So remember what I said to you. If you are in the same household, you pray one time. Ne? Same household, one time. And give Busi 12. That's midnight. Okay. Gineo 4. Puli 4. Charles, tell him there. 2 a.m. Malume. 12 a.m. I don't know. Malume. Busi. 4 a.m. Uh, Mama Puff. 6 a.m. Garabo. Is there Garabo here? In the church. Kia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kia. 4 a.m. Pet. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Mohona. 12 a.m. All right. Uh, Mama Ane. 3 a.m. Uh, 6 a.m. Pum. Uh, Pumi. 6 a.m. Pumla. The Lukeles, 2 a.m. The Masangos, 2 a.m. Many 2 a.m. The Masangos. Many 2 a.m. Yeah, the Masangos, 2 a.m. So, Smangele, Babalo, the works. Vili. Oh, Vincent. Generally, 3 a.m. Uh, <laughs> Bruce, 2 a.m. Pre, pray, precious, 6 a.m. Or oh, the Lukeles, 2 a.m. Miss, Be Miss Beauty, 3 a.m. Uh, 2 a.m. gang. All right, all right, thank you. 2 a.m. gang. Oh, the 2 a.m. gang. Is, is, is Charles Pumzi, Leda Lukeles, uh, the Masangos, Kenneth, and Bruce. Right? So we'll give them a group leader. Ne? And then that's over. It's over. Oh. Yeah. Bring my thing. Bring my thing. Please bring my thing. Bring. They must pick. Give me a pen. They must pick. They must pick. They must pick. So what do I represent? So Shaitan Lehib. What you choose? It's for the families. Uh, I need a, I need something. Uh, somebody give me, give me. Uh, oh, you'll do for me. You'll do. One, two, three, four, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So six p.m. to twelve a.m. Twelve a.m. to six a.m. Give me. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna incrementally go. So first week we'll do twelve. Then the next week we do 24, just like that. Ne? Then the last week 
I don't know what we do. Uh, what we do. Yeah, 48, you pray, you pray twice. Yeah, if you pray in the morning, you pray in the evening. We want to pray. Praise the Lord. I, I need, I need, right, I need somebody. I need somebody. I need somebody. Come on, guys. Time is, time is leaving us. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Sanzigo uh, Gozi. No, no. I need a, like, a plain young. Yeah. But thanks anyway. One. King, 6 p.m., ne? 6 p.m., 7 p.m., 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m., 11 p.m. Okay, I'm doing it wrong. My gosh. Ish. Let me do this. 6 p.m. Let's cut you out now. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. 8 p.m. So we're going to start with the 8 p.m. I mean, 8 p.m. 9 p.m. Right? 10 p.m. So, uh, 10, 11. So prayer that uh, Monday prayer is postponed until next year, February. 11, 12 a.m. 12 a.m. Hey, those who pray 12 a.m. Uh, we want to be having a blast. Yo. 12 a.m., 2 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 3 a.m., those are the times of Jesus. 4 a.m. Ah, those are the times of Jesus. 4 a.m. Yo, I watch Yeah, ask anybody. Ask anybody who's ever seen the Lord. They'll tell you when they woke up, it was 4 a.m. Chris, let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. Choose. Let's see if your prophesying works. <laughs> Chris, 6 a.m. Don't look inside. What's yours? One. Okay. 11. Yeah, you hit and miss. False prophets. <laughs> so somebody's writing, please, ne? Chris, Chris, how, what? Uh, Wena, yeah, Neo 11, uh, Mike 10, 10 p.m., 4, Nomsa 4 a.m., oh, you, you are together, oh, God, you tied the knot, come on, <laughs> 5 a.m., the, the Lydia's and uh, Isaac's. Woo! 
2 a.m. There's no p.m. here. No, no. <laughs> 2 a.m. Uh, 7 p.m. That's your time. That's what you choose. It's what the Lord has chosen for you. We cast the Lord here. We cast the Lord here in HST. 9, 9 p.m. Here we cast the Lord. Mama, it's cast the Lord now. It's cast the Lord. To 12 8 p.m. You know what the Bible says? You must bow before gray-headed men. I must bow before you from now on. Pafki 3. 3 a.m. There's no uh, p.m. It's only... 12 hours, so is the is the 3 p.m. No, it can't be. 6 p.m. Yeah. 6 p.m. 6 Mushivu. When Muhammad Mama. When Okay, uh, the sun goes 1 a.m. for you. 1 a.m. for the sun goes 12. Yeah, when 12 a.m. matter, midnight. You're right, ne? I'm not delayed. Yeah, we are all shocked. Get gassy. We are as good as 10 to 12, is it? Look at 2 a.m. So when they power you here, 12 a.m. Mamsi, this time, sharp. 10, 10 p.m. Bushihu. Yo, D's, what's up? <laughs> Let's see what you're choosing for yourself. Lone Ranger. 7 p.m. ne? Oh yeah, the the mamanis. Yeah, ntata yaga, ntata yaga ba fan eleven. Okay, kaki busite in. Yeah, kono jo 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 seven. We don't range, baba. Five a.m. Five a.m. A.m. Agna five p.m. Bazalwan. It's 6 p.m. So good at 5 p.m. Magubi is Kalango 6 p.m. Okay, thank you. 3. Busi 3. 3 a.m. Nah, don't worry. Don't worry. Oh, nice. 7 p.m. Mamisi. Asbone. Ikazi tea. My God. <laughs> My God. My God. My God. My God. 8 p.m. Shame. Just so. 
Oh, Chris, when I yes me, yes me, you good. Chris, 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Come, let's go back. man. 6 a.m. Oh, Chris, when I want your time? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, reverse, we reverse you, ne? Let's reverse you. 6 p.m. Oh, let me keep it. Yeah, hey, Maja. Maja. Otherwise, like, they got two time slots. Oh, Kodje. Oh, when you can tell that you can tell us, ne? 1 a.m. Night riders, man. 9 p.m. Oh, that's a nice time. Oh. Is this your kid? Oh, hello. What come like? Maj- majesty. Choose a time, Majesty, please. <laughs> 6 a.m. No, oh, that's a good time. That's a good time. Okay. Let's go sell a young kid, Thomas. Then, no? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> oh yeah, six. Ketil. And you're beautiful. Oh, nice. And you escaped the sword. So, all of you got your times. Mom, please, can't talk about When I'm Lydia. No, Okay. Chris. When I'm <laughs> 6 p.m. Okay, job. No, hey. If I swap for you, someone say, "Para pasta lena." We want them. When what's your time? Who's six a.m.? Okay, who's six p.m.? Six p.m. Seven p.m. Okay, who's six p.m.? Seven p.m. Seven p.m. Absolutely. One, two, okay. Uh, eight. We want, okay, who's, who's seven, who's six? Six p.m., p.m., yeah, six p.m., where do you want, for eight? Okay, we'll come back to you. And nine, so nine, okay, good number. Ten, okay, two, good number. Eleven. Twelve, one a.m., two a.m., 
tre four okay could Chris you can go to four good my making three there five uh, six a.m. okay so you are alone what time 8 p.m. and then who's seven 7 p.m. Okay, I move you to 8. Ne? 8 p.m. So it's 2. What time are you going? To? I didn't see your hands. <laughs> your hands is too short. <laughs> 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 it's not in the purview. <laughs> so we're all cool, right? We're all cool. So all of you have your times. Ne? So okay. So what I'm going to do tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning, I'll send out the instructions in the group, okay? I'll send out the instructions, specifically what we'll be praying for this week. So it's Monday to Friday. Saturday, you can chill. All right? Monday to? We're good, ne? Monday to Friday. Then next week, we, we go 24. So meaning that your time is adjacent to... So if you're praying six at uh, 3 o'clock at... 9 o'clock at uh, p.m., you'll pray 9 o'clock again. So we'll pray twice. Ne? The second week. Kirk, this week, we're getting your gazi in the, in the thing. We're getting you in the, in the thing. Next week, we move double. Ne? Okay? So the ones who pray in the morning will pray in the evenings. Ones in the evenings, in the mornings. All right? We good, ne? Sharp. Uh, I'll send instructions tomorrow just to lay down everything. Ne? Yeah. But primarily it's about what the Lord has spoken concerning training, training team. Okay? Because uh, I, I think, you know, sometimes we, we, we as ministers, uh, we do you an injustice by uh, revealing or telling you what God says, but not instructing you. So we are trying to just gear your mind into uh, the right frame for to prepare you for the 2022. Listen, it ain't gonna be nice next year. It's gonna be nice, but it ain't gonna be nice. Trust me. Trust me. So we gotta be as prepared as possible. All right. So we'll use this three weeks. Three weeks now. Uh, and then I get like the rather the December talon. You can go have your your nice time. All right, you can go have your nice time with your family, or I don't know. But January first, we we on it. January first, forty days. All right, every single day, we are with the word. All right, every single day, January. The first. So, these three weeks, let's let's be intense. Let's be committed. Let's get into it, right? Yeah. But apart from that, begin, you know, strategizing your prayer life, your own personal prayer life. Begin strategizing. Okay? Amen. So, let's take offering. No questions surrounding this. We're all in the clear. Good. Ne? All in the key, Elisa Jutana, Malidia, Masangos.
Mukeles, We dealt with that. God said, don't lie. How? How? And secondly, we take something. Let me tell you something. Harmonica chats. So, Usaruta Uta. Thanks, thank you. Because Salagotwara get. So don't clock in and sleep. Number one, you're destroying your own conscience. Be beyond lying to us, you're harming your own conscience. And that's the thing that will destroy you. That thing will destroy you. So don't lie. Alright? Don't lie. If if our talker in, our talker in. If I talk her out, I talk her out. Ne? You face the music. But to lie, because this is a spiritual thing we're doing. In fact, let's just settle it now. Any person who lies, let a curse come on them. Let's just settle it. Choose between a lie. <laughs> no, 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 robots are needy. Choose between a lie and honesty. That's it. Honesty, you face the juice. And now with honesty, we do worry. With honesty, you, you are punished in the thing we are doing. <laughs> Auntie, that's technical, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh no, I get hard on Lelani, the Maragia water, that's technical. Because not on you, on her. So I, it's her problem. It's not your problem. So how are you going to do it? You don't know. So I'll, I'll catch you. Don't worry. Don't worry. So, yeah, right? Don't if, listen, listen. If you if you don't check in, don't, don't check in. So so I keep asking, especially low nobody late hours. Again, yeah. If orobala orobala early, you cannot work on a sharp hour. Yeah, how it is horrible. Umutile artavam mata. Mata. Biradi taka na kwe wange. When our eats revelation, <laughs> praise the Lord. So, so, so don't don't destroy your own conscience. Ne? Pray again. Pray. It's an hour. Pray. Okay. Pray. And normally I think I'd go maybe four hours, five hours. Give you four, five hours. 
I'm just honest. Keep one hour, all right? Let's be diligent in the in the lessons. Praise God. So let's do that. Now, we good? We good? No more questions? Masam, no questions? Yes? Yeah. We need that eternity. So, Mauzangati, Maratekiyasi, Uban, Zawa Plasta. Yes. 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 Team learning a Kulimi's business. Praise the Lord. So we good there. Okay, let's receive our offerings, receive our tithes. Um, let's get ready to uh, to go home. You learned something today? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Yeah. And then toward the end of the year. What, what we will do is that we will we'll have an official service, all right? Where we declare and release the re-release with more emphasis and more added information what the Lord said to us. Okay? Yeah. Now, I, I'm not a I'm not a um, I don't like denominational prophecies. You know, denominational prophecies, it's our year. No. Because your year may be out of alignment with what God is doing globally. So it's more important that you know what God is doing globally. And you, you, you'll be filtered in. The, 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 the lesser is blessed by the greater. What's more important? That you know, that you, you know your year. Or you know what God is doing in that year. So that's that's how that's that's our worldview. That's what I think it is for, and that's why I believe many, 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 many churches miss the timings and the moves and seasons of God because they are not aware of what the Lord intends to do at a global scale. At a global scale, and we will do that toward the end of the year. All right, probably. We didn't have Thanksgiving service this year. We must have it. We must have it. So we'll push it to December. Push it to December. So we'll have that that meeting, or that prophetic meeting. Okay? Take at least two services for that. And then uh, one, we need that to do some impartation. So that's what we're going to do. Then you can have your new year, whatever, whatever. But on the first, on the first, you better be in the zone, right? That December fever syndrome thing must be out of you. Better be focused and single-minded, right? Because from the first, you hit the ground running. You hit the ground running. So Satan may try whatever he wants to try. It's fine. Uh, nobody can stop him. He will succeed. So there are certain things you, you can do whatever. Anybody can do whatever they want. I mean, you can't stop. You know? Yeah. So he can do, he can try whatever he wants to try. That's fine. But be focused. Let me give you an advice as well. All right? This is free of charge. Okay? 
before the year ends. Before the year ends. Depend on God until the year ends. You start the Thanksgiving offering. Depend on God until the end. Before the year ends. The Thanksgiving. Okay? Prepare. Let's, in your mind, begin deliberating, purposing it in your heart. I'm going to prepare for Thanksgiving. So this is your charge. Okay? You don't have to take it. But you know who's got it. So, okay? So, uh, do that. Pray over it. Pray over it. Tell yourself that this year, because, you see, thing is, you know it's it's one of those it's one of those things that you know you don't know how to navigate you you just have to tell people the truth you just have to tell folks the truth there's too much pain in the much groaning, too much sorrow in the world. <laughs> it's just going to be too much, you know? So, we are trying to get you into Goshen. Get you to the same place. And all these things that we teach you now, they, you'll see they'll be so, 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 so important. So important. Like I said, This one has a time frame. This one has a time frame. This one has a time frame. You see. The way things will collapse. The way, you know, even, 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 the, even the world leaders will not, they, they, they will not have a, they will not have a hand. The, the speed with which things will crumble, they themselves will not know how to to do damage, they will not know. Because this thing is, is slipped, it's out of their hands. God said, I'm confounding the nations. <laughs> so the Lord said, I'm confounding the nations. I'm bringing strong delusion upon the nations. So, I, I'm telling you this so that you don't be one of those who are confused. Oh, Lord, what's happening? Lord, oh, God. So that you know what's going to happen. So that you know what's going to happen. So, trying to prepare Because you're gonna need a strong spirit. You're gonna need it. Otherwise, you'll fail because of fear. You're gonna need a strong spirit. Otherwise, you're gonna trust me. Otherwise, you will fail. You will. Without a strong spirit, what, 
you see, this thing is going to be for one year. Ne? Ne? This thing will be just for one year. But the, the way this year will pass, 2022, you, you'll ask yourself, it's because of the activity of things that will be taking place. Yeah. Here, here's where everything is heading. The nations are railing for war. There's war coming. There's war coming. It, it, you see, the war that's coming will not be a long war. It will be a short war. It will be a short war, but the devastation it will bring upon the nations, it will take decades, decades, decades to rebuild. You know, trust me. They, it's coming. That they, if, and one thing I told you in 2019, I said, there's a reason why South Africa is the is being eyed by the nations around the world. It, this this place is a strategic location. From South Africa, you have you have access to to both waters, the Pacific and the and and the uh, uh, I mean the the Indian and the Atlantic. These are very very territorially strategic. If you're going to and the the war, I told you where it's going to start. I guess. Here's what's going to happen. Let me tell. Let me just tell you. Let me just tell you. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. China. China will raise its head. You know what China will do? You know what China will do? China. China will go and reclaim Taiwan. China will go and reclaim Taiwan as part of its uh, Greater China. It will reclaim it. That's what will spark war. And the United States is protecting Taiwan right now as we speak. So China is going to play a power move. He's going to do it now. Biden has no power. Let me not even go there. You see, there, there's a way God brings foolishness on nations. He brings foolishness by allowing the wisdom of the orchestrators behind the events to think they are ahead. You see, it was strategic. They think, they, they, they thought, they thought their goal, their goal is to put a woman in the White House for a purpose. For a purpose. But before they can do that, they, they, must, they must bring her in a way that doesn't, because she will not be accepted. And they think by doing that, they'll be able to make, I mean, uh, United States of America a fully socialist nation. That's the goal. They want to socialize America. But to their, to their foolishness, when this one dies, you see what China will do. These are things that will happen in the next three, four years. You'll see, you see, you see, see what China does. China will lift its head. The head of the dragon will rise. And for a moment, the whole world would fear China. Because militarily, the, the, the United States will not have the capability to overpower them. Well, one blow, the United, you see, they are, for, 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 for the nations, 
for the nation, for the world. Israel. Israel is the picture. Israel is, uh, is the sign. For the nation, for the Gentiles, the United States of America is the sign. see they are really you know what China is going to do next year you know what China is going to do next year China is going to recollect debts that the nations owe them in Africa you will see see this is how nations this is how nations will be plummeted every nation in Africa owes China something China is going to start calling for their money. Watch. 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 When, 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 when. <laughs> Watch. See, I've seen the future like you, are, like you watch a movie. I've been shown the future. And there are milestone events that will, that will change the trajectory because we must go there. See, we, the thing is, we must go there. Chaos must come before rebuilding. The, listen, the Antichrist is not coming for, for a world. He's coming for a broken world. A world that he will, he will propose to fix. I saw four wars. I, I mean, two wars. World War Three, World War Four. The World War Three is now. Now, from 2024, it will begin. You will see it. You will see, then you will know. <coughs> and God wants you prepared to walk the path of the Lord. Be severed by spirit. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Lift up your offerings, your tithes to the Lord. <coughs> Father, we need your blessing over every offering. release in faith to give. And I ask that you look upon us as we receive it. I ask also that the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be bestowed on them. And that the Holy Ghost works within their lives to ensure that your children are provided for. Your children are Father, we love you. Father, we bless you. I bless you in the capacity given me by the Lord with the blessing of Melchizedek. And I ask that the windows be open for them. And just as you give seed to the sower, you give them bread. I ask in the name of Jesus. 
Maybe devour and idealize who is it for. I ask that nothing eat from their vine. I ask that their storehouses be kept. In the name of Jesus. Let your light shine upon their finances. Yes, let your light shine upon them. And let the provisions of God be executed in their lives. In the name of Jesus. Father, I ask you to raise these men, these women, as sons of consolation. Just like you raised Barnabas as a son of consolation. That the work of God may prosper in their hands. And that, oh God, not one of them go unfed. But they all be kept by the sustaining power of God. Oh, I pray that you bring them into eternal glory. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you have mercy on us, oh God. That you have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy on us. This is something, oh God, that only you can do. Have decide, decide to have mercy. God, decide to have mercy on your people. Decide, Lord. For we know that you have mercy upon whomever you will. So I ask that you will to have mercy on your people. Have mercy. Have mercy. For the time of help has arrived. So we obtain mercy. We find mercy in your hands, in your fields. In the name of I pray they enter into unqualified favor. And I pray, Father, that God's mercy will attract resources, will attract tools their way. In the name of Jesus, Father, charm the eyes of man for their sake. And I ask in the name of Jesus that you weaken the loins of kings their sake. Open the treasuries. Open the treasuries. Open the treasuries. Open the treasuries, Jesus. Oh, open the treasuries. Marana na 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 lega zabaya la toya la loya. Shalamande le jebe zu.